Welcome to the Sevo Show with your host, Sevo. July 19th, a Sunday evening, and uh, my guest is Sabine. Yeah. Hi, Sabine. How okay. are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Now, for everybody that doesn't know, Sabine is my fiance. We've been dating for a while now, and uh, yeah, a little bit about Sabine. I mean, she could tell me more, uh, tell us more about herself, but she's, uh, she's a fine specimen. That's why I'm marrying her. And uh, well... I guess uh, there's a lot to talk about today, and this is why we're doing this recording. Um, but uh, yeah, Sabine's a wonderful girl. She's been uh, she's been around the scene for over two and a half years now. We're getting married in November, and uh, yeah, she's uh, studying psychology, looking to explore a few other avenues that I'm sure she'll mention. And uh, yeah, Sabine, tell everybody about yourself in a couple of minutes. Okay, so um, hmm. I'm 25 years old, just turned 25. For the last seven years or so, I was doing um, retail. I was working as a manager in retail. And yeah, I just decided actually once I met Sev, he asked me, um, what are you doing working in retail? <laughs> and that's when I was like, oh yeah, um, I should probably explore other avenues. So yeah, like you've just said, I um, started a degree in psychology. And then I got really interested in other things as well. So I started working in a mental health hospital and that got me really interested in social welfare, um, sociology and yeah, just mental health in general. And uh, how has that impacted your life in the last couple of years? It's completely changed my life. Like understanding human beings, understanding my own behavior, my own thoughts has been incredible. And how do you perceive other people since um, embarking on this journey. Yeah, that's really interesting. Like when people make ignorant comments to me, I used to get really upset. Um, and yeah, now I just instantly go to the thought of that's their perception. That's what they think. That's what they perceive based on their own, you know, social constructs and their own upbringing, their own journey. Yeah. And everybody has the right to have their own opinions and you know, I have my own too and mine are growing based on my knowledge. And yeah, I just don't take things so hard anymore because I understand that now. And uh, going back to the retail world, because I talk about this every now and then, have you, if you were still in the retail world, uh, apart from the fact that you hated it, uh, how would you, how would you treat it differently with the customers given the, what you know now from the, your psychological point of view? I think I'd find it a lot easier to handle bad customers. I remember like even after seven years of working there, angry customers would just make me so anxious. I could not handle them. I'd, I'd go out the back and cry. And yeah, now I just understand so much more from their perspective, where they're coming from and that it's not my fault and all that. And I think I'd find it a lot easier to manage. Keeping a uh, private, confidential sort of thing here, um, you, you've been giving me some stories about people that you've um, you, you've taken care of uh, in the psycholo psychology world, mental health, mental health world. Sorry, um, and uh, these these fantastic people, as you say, um, behave 
the same way at times. Inappropriately, yeah. Yeah, inappropriately. Um, but it doesn't bother you. Mm. Yet uh, in the retail world, it bothered you every day and you would, you'd say you had anxiety from it. Um, you know, going to work and being stressed and then coming home, being annoyed and, you know, having a, having dealt with uh, uh, mental, mental patience, help me with the wording if any time, um, it's changed your perception even more, which is good. Even though you've left the retail world forever, mm. forbid, God forbid, <laughs> um, now you're moving into the, the, this mental um Industry, mental industry, mental health industry, <laughs> mental health industry. <laughs> I need to get better at that. Um, your your um, your perception has improved, evolved, yeah. and um, you're not looking back at retail. But going forward from here, um, you're obviously uh, joining in on my escapades online mm. and how people uh, perceive your opinion and what your beliefs are. And a lot of them don't agree with you. Um, and I mean, they're the minority still, but there's still a, a fair chunk that uh, you respond to every day. How do you how do you uh, go about this and, and with people that are haters, if mm. you will? Well, you'll find that people that are haters are often, they don't often have a lot of logic to their point. So they'll say something and they'll use name calling. Think of Trump. You know how he likes to call people snowflakes, people that don't agree with him. Um, it's that sort of mentality. Like they use a lot of just flaky nonsense that has no logic to it whatsoever. And my method is to question their flaky nonsense logic and ask for some legitimate logic. And it usually upsets them and, you know, causes them to name call further. But it just really highlights the fact that a lot of haters, they're just, they're just naive, ignorant people. That they don't have, know what they're talking about. No, they have really uneducated views on things or, you know, people that, like try to hurt your feelings, they're, they're hurting on the inside. They've got their own, you know, horrible experiences. Something in their life has caused them to be so angry and upset that they are projecting that onto you. Um, and that's that's how I see it now. I just, I don't see it as my own problem. It's got nothing to do with me. It's got everything to do with that person and how they're projecting how they feel. The word of the day is cognitive, cognitive <laughs> thinking, or the phrase cognitive thinking. What does cognitive thinking mean to you? Oh, that's a tough question to answer because it, it can mean many things in different ways. And I don't want to get it wrong in case some other psychology person is listening. <laughs> well, what does it mean to you? It's, there's no, answer, no, no wrong answer because it, what does it mean to you? Hey? Are you Googling it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I am Googling it at the same time. But what is, what is, the, what is the meaning to you? There, there's no wrong answer here because it's your opinion. Um. Yeah. I mean, cognitive abilities are people's ability to, I don't know, like sense and perceive things, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's your ability to take over your own mind, I guess. Like, that's how I would put it. Okay. So the Google definition is cognitive skills, also called cognitive functions, mm. cognitive abilities or cognitive capacities, are brain-based skills which are needed in acquisition of knowledge, manipulation of information and reasoning. Now that I've said that, you say you were close? I mean, yeah. I reckon you were? I yeah, think so. absolutely. Again, there's, there's, there's no real wrong answer, but at the same time, there is a, obviously an official definition. Um, just, to, just to go on with that, 
they have more to do with the mechanism mechanisms yep <laughs> they have more to do with the mechanisms of how people learn remember mm. problem solve and pay attention rather than th- with actual knowledge cognitive skills or functions encompass the domains of perception attention memory learning decision making mm. and language ability now from my observation I feel that cognitive skills, abilities, capacities, functions are lacking. Uh, There are are less of um, in the world than ever before. And for my personal observation and opinion, it could be due to a number of things. But one thing that I'm pinpointing um, uh, the most of is distraction from the ability to think from, which is the, the distraction is... Um, technology, the mm. iPads, the iPhones, the um, shitting on Apple here, but uh, computers in general. Well, you've uh, got to be careful when you say that. The internet. You have to remember as well that um, it might not be worse. It could just be the fact that it's all online now that we see so much more of it and that we see people say things online all the time that they would never say to your face. I personally would say everything that I say online to someone's face. I have no issue because I'm not ever attacking someone. I'm not trying to hurt someone's feelings, I might say things that question their thoughts, but I'm, I have every confidence that I'm not, you know, trying to be malicious. Therefore, everything that I say in my videos, on TikTok, everything like that, I would say to someone's face. And yeah, you'll find that a lot of people, you know, write these horrible comments that they would just never, ever say to your face. And yeah, they appear to be lacking a cognitive function there <laughs> behind their, you know, stupid comments. But it's just the fact that they can sit in bed and ride something stupid and feel better about themselves for five seconds and then continue living their life with no repercussions. So is this a advantage or a disadvantage to the human race? Um, uh, it could be both. I mean, you, you try to speak without uh, overthinking it and, and what other people are thinking, what you could say, because we all believe in something and, you know, it's it's better to, to speak about it than to try and overthink. So I, I, will, I will say that, you know, the ability to, um, you know, say whatever you want behind a keyboard and then act differently outside of the keyboard in, in person is wrong. Would it is agree? wrong, but it's human nature. It's it's, it's where it's the direction where we're headed. Yeah. And and with all these mob mentalities and all these people with cancel culture. Yeah, with all these with less with less cognitive abilities. <laughs> um, you know, they they they're coming out and they're saying, "Hey, this is what I've read recently or believe. I haven't done much research, mm. and this is not what they're actually thinking. This mm. is just what I feel that is going on in their head." Um, they haven't actually done their research, but they just run with it. They're like, stuff it. This is the latest piece of information. I haven't actually researched it, but I'm going to run with it because, you know. Well, that's what's interesting is like like you said when you read the definition, that cognitive function has to do with your learning abilities. And there are a lot of people that will learn one thing and not question it. And then that's their new thing, you know, like this person that's um, having a go about veganism on my TikTok. Um I've done a lot of research on the topic myself and I have a lot of understanding on, you know, the economic downfalls and the way that it affects the earth, you know, the whole meat industry and human beings' health and animal health um, and well-being. And there's probably way more that I can learn. Um, 
But then, you know, there are people out there that just have these very one-sided, narrow views of, you know, there is only one way to do it and if you don't do it that way, you're wrong. And that is a lack of ability to open up your mind and learn and like listen to other perspectives and understand the bigger picture. That's what I always say. The bigger picture is everything, you know, like with, with the veganism, for example, you just use that as an example because it happened five minutes ago. Um, you know, I personally do believe that our meat industry is destroying the planet and that the way that we, you know, house animals is detrimental to their health. I know that. Um, but there are bigger pictures. You can't just stop the meat industry altogether. You can't just, everybody can't just become a vegan because there are all these people that are losing. It'll be jobs. a chain reaction. Yeah, there's all of this land that's currently being used for animals to be grown on. Like, what's, what are, what's going to happen to those animals that yeah, were meant to be killed? The economies are built on farming at yeah. the moment. And, and, and as, we're, not, yeah. we're not saying it's correct, but, you know, the, the aggressive method of coming in and having a go at anyone that does eat meat it's just such an incorrect way of doing it. It's such a, like, it's such an invasive, aggressive method. Like, if you want someone to understand a point, do you go and instantly attack them? Like, you know, if, if someone has a different opinion to you, um, do you and you and you want them to believe in your opinion, do you go in and attack them? Do you think that that's the best method of getting them to learn? So protesting peacefully is the way to do it. Like in the 60s and 70s with the, the whole the bunch of different movements that have done it peacefully, are you saying that if vegans or uh, people that, that feel like eat, uh, eating animals is wrong um, should do it more peacefully? I think it's the word is education, not protest. It needs to be – the education needs to not be so aggressive. It's it's a matter of having conversations with people and questioning people's beliefs and understanding. And when, you know, if you are vegan or if you, you know, you strongly, you know, have a great understanding of, of the meat industry and all of that stuff, you one, once upon a time, you didn't have that understanding, you know, you, you had to learn that. And if you're speaking to someone that hasn't learned that yet, then, you know, that having having a conversation and questioning that person's beliefs and adding some education into it that's the way to do it not because human beings get upset if you attack them they're going to instantly go into defensive mode they're not going to try and listen to your point they're just going to think that you're attacking them so educate don't preach yeah pretty okay. much all right a few comments that i've read over the past few months about this sort of thing um and, and and tying it into the whole Black Lives Matter thing and, and even being uh, the whole uh, the Pride Month um, that had finished up recently. Let's go back to the homosexual movement where they protested. They managed to uh, turn it around. They managed to win a lot of the um, – well, it's, it's marriage is legal now. Uh, in, in, I think that's a yeah. It's slightly so different. This is it is different, um, and I'm not trying to compare. I'm just I'm just reading what other people have said. Um, I remember one comment is like, "Well, why don't, why don't vegans just protest like like the homosexuals did?" What do you What are your thoughts about that? My thoughts about that is that the homosexual thing that's human basic human rights, and that's when humans, a certain group of humans, are trying to decide what another certain group of humans can have, what they're entitled to, what levels of respect that they can have. So that's different because that's contained in a race. 
So that's just not on, really. Like one subsection of a race deciding what the other subsection decide, you know, like what they're allowed to do with their lives. So that's different. With with the veganism thing, and for everyone listening, you know, I I do advocate like less meat and stuff like that, but I'm just using veganism as an example. Um, that's It's different because it it involves so many other aspects. It's not just... You know, it's not just, oh, what's the word? Um, anyway, it's, it's got to do with like economics and agriculture and um, nature and human health. There are so many different aspects to it. Whereas the whole argument with, you know, gays not being allowed, that's, it's simple. It's just ignorance. It's just people who see something that they think is incorrect and decide that it shouldn't be a thing. It's, I don't know. I think it's it's very different. It's the veganism thing is a lot more complex. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody's everybody's different in in that opinion as well. Like for me, for me, I I kind of see it as uh, you know, if someone wants to live a specific way, as long as they're not damaging society or you know, hurting other people, then let them live their life. Yeah. Um, however, you know, I've seen peaceful protests from, from vegans like the whole uh, you see those remember those people that are stand in front of um, in the middle of the city with the mm, TVs yeah they're doing it peacefully they are they're, they're doing it educationally they're yeah. allowing people to approach them and if you want to ignore them you're free to ignore them that's fine yeah. you can keep walking that's that's a pretty good way of doing it um and yeah for those listening that don't know I actually used to be vegan um, and I do you know, I do really appreciate all of the, you know, information out there about why it's good to cut back on all of those things. And, um, yeah, I just think that it's a much bigger issue that's a lot more difficult to control than what some people think it is. So what I said to Sabine um, off the uh, airwaves um, is let's say they do decide to just do it straight away, just say, no, nah, no more beef. Let's say, for example, like, ban all fast food, Hungry Jack's, McDonald's, Burger King, all whatever restaurant it's called. All of a sudden, the farmers that have set up, uh, a f you know, their beef to, to ship out to these fast food outlets, um, they're not getting any business. Yeah, sure, they can, you know, let the cows free and whatever, but they're not making an income. But then, but then when they let the cows free, that's fucking up. Sorry. That's ruining. You swear as much as you want. Oh, good. It's fucking up the entire ecosystem because there is an ecosystem outside of the farmlands. And, you know, if we let them free, that's not going to work either. If you leave them there, it's not going to work either. So, you know, it's, it is a slow process no matter how we do it. Um, and, you know, what we were talking about off the air was about a much more manageable, reasonable expectation is for everyone to just cut down a little bit, you know, maybe have meet one less time per week or try a different, I yeah. don't know, ingredient. I don't see the world ever stopping eating meat because no, that's what we're kind of primed to do. Well, we, yeah, we... Like we, we're, 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 we're man, we're meat eaters. We're the, we're carnivores, the, the prime, prime, uh, the primal like stages. Exactly. We're hunter gatherers, you know, and that would be my main argument to, to anyone that's pushing veganism onto me. And I'm like, well... You know, I was I was born into it. I was, 
you know, and, and people can say you can change all that stuff, but uh, going back to the the primal stages, you know, and and the the kicker is though, and this is where it ties into what you're saying is they didn't eat all the time. They didn't eat meat every day. No, exactly. they they ate when they were hungry, and they had to eat it. Uh, they had to rather, capture it themselves. Yeah, they, and they had to a uh, quick. Uh, eat it rather quickly because they didn't have refrigeration. They didn't have electricity. Otherwise the meat would go bad. Mm. They had to, they had to kill and then had to eat pretty quickly, cook it, whatever on the fire. And then, you know, like, and then what happened was agriculture came in. Not only did they invent uh, a different way of eating with the, uh, um, the carbohydrates, with the, uh, you know, the grains and the pastas and all that stuff, which, uh, you know, one can argue is worse, mm, yeah. worse for your body, uh, but also the uh, industrial industrialized the um, the way of eating meat that, mm. that made it more easily accessible and and fast food. That's a huge made it even more accessible. A huge huge issue exactly. in the whole, and that's a huge issue in many aspects, not just the meat industry, but in human health in general. And I feel like that's something that should be targeted first, really. Rather than the meat industry, the entire industry as a whole, you know, I think the biggest, I mean, yeah, I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure the biggest consumer of the meat industry is the fast food industry. Um, that sounds logical to me. Yeah. Um, you know, there are, I mean, there are people that go out and buy steaks and stuff for dinner, but I feel like the biggest impact would be the meat, the, the fast food industry, that they're the ones. So what about? What about these people like uh, this random girl who was protesting um, in a butcher's outfit playing dead animal, dying animal sounds uh, outside of McDonald's? You know, like I see her point in a way, the way that she's doing it, I don't agree with. No. The thing is, I feel like she's trying to make a point to the people. Yeah. So start it with the people and, and make them um, – I guess her way of educating is a little bit full on and, and majority of people don't like that. Hence why you want to kind of come in a little bit softer mm. uh, and easier. But let's say the people slow down on the fast food, then what happens? The fast food uh, slowly starts to react to that. Yeah. Like shops will start closing down. Yeah. And then, and then the farmers can start to be like, okay, I'm going to bring my, my cattle. Um, I'm going to start growing fucking carrots instead. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, that could, that could well and truly happen. But the way that I feel that the world is trying to do it is they want it to be instant. I, I think the problem with the world is that everyone thinks that what they know is the be all and end all. And people just, they just want to argue. It's human nature that you want your point to be heard and that you want to feel like you're correct. That's human nature. That's part of psychology. And, you know, people naturally also like to form groups. They like to form groups with people that have similar beliefs to them. And then, you know, naturally you disagree with groups that have differing opinions to you. And some people, extreme people, attack those groups. And that's the issue. The whole issue is that when people have differing ideas, they attack other people. That's the issue. It's, it's an issue, a huge issue in society in general is that, you know, why not question someone rather than attack someone because you're not actually achieving anything apart from starting a fight. Like, you know, the, the best way to educate is to Talk about it. Yeah, have a conversation, have a discussion. Have which a is what... civil conversation. So these yeah. people like on TikTok comments, for example, that just pinpoint something 
out of nothing in a video. Like we made a video today at the at the shops and Sabine was in the meat section looking for a piece of pork and some some person decided to t- teach us about how, you know, uh, pigs uh, have a cognitive mind of a three-year-old. How could you eat such a thing? That was their, that was their attempt. That was their kind of uh, way of going about it, you know? What do you feel about that sort of comment? Yeah, I mean, I think that's just one, it's such a very specific view of this entire really big picture, you know? Um, humans eat many things that have cognitive abilities, um, you may choose not to if you wish. That's fine as well. <laughs> but, um, you know, over time, humans have become a lot more intelligent and have a lot more understanding and knowledge of cognitive abilities. And, um, you know, we back in the day, we, we used to just, humans did just eat an animal. They would, it was, it was instinct. You kill an animal, you eat it because you're hungry. Um, we don't do that anymore. We go to the shops and we buy it. But I don't know. It's it's a it's a hard one. Like obviously they've got a point. Like if that's if that's the ability of a of an animal, that's fine. But it's it's such an attacking way of trying to get your point across that it just enforces the other person to become defensive. Like it's just again, it's just not the way to educate someone on what you're thinking. You know, like there, there's just other ways that you could do it. That you know that you could bring up the conversation that isn't instantly attacking. Why do they feel that they need to attack in this sort of way? Maybe they feel really passionate about it, you know. Um, I I do remember when I did, like, when I first did heaps of research on this and I started finding out, I mean, I did watch a lot of documentaries that were probably quite biased, but I also tried to do, you know, research that was legitimate and, you know, quite, whatever the word is, like, you know, not biased. Um, But I do remember feeling really passionate about it and wanting to educate people Um, I, I was already quite aware that, you know, attacking people was not the way to do it. So I didn't do that, but that could be it. It could be someone that just doesn't understand um, that there are better ways of getting your point across. You know, they just feel passionate. They want to get it out there. They feel really angry because they've finally learned, you know, what what we're doing to animals or whatever. And they just want to go and tell the first person out there that they're wrong. You know, I think, yeah, I think it's just that they don't understand how to get a point across. So with your uh, opinion now, how would you educate your point across to someone that you feel needs to know about it? What, what are your steps? What is Sabine's guide to telling someone your opinion? I mean, first of all, I do believe that, um, you know, when you're trying to educate someone on something, you should have an opening towards that. You should have an invitation to have that discussion. Um, doesn't usually work if you go to a person that has a very strong opposing opinion and instantly try to argue with them about that. Um, There are some people that are just ignorant. They don't want to learn. They don't want new information. They think that they are right. And those are the people that are just a waste of time really to have a conversation with. Um, So first step is have an opening to have the conversation. Um, So you need to be invited to actually, you know, unsolicited opinions don't. Yeah, I think yeah. In, in general, and hu- like with human beings, unsolicited opinions are just unnecessary. Go away, um, because you're not going to achieve what you want to achieve. So this person who talked about this uh, this pig thing, mm. that was an unsolicited piece of advice. I mean, they actually didn't start it off that bad. The initial comment was something about watch this documentary, 
um, and you might reconsider eating pigs or something. I mean, that's not a terrible comment. It's not attacking. It's well, What about the way that they commented on mine? Yeah, the way that they commented after was a little aggressive and unnecessary. That's where they went wrong um, because obviously both of us instantly just decided that they would that person was a dickhead because they just, you know, they, they, that person was not open to having a conversation. I did, I gave it an attempt. I gave it two TikTok video responses, um, with logical points and arguments. And I did throw in there that I actually do believe that the meat industry is destroying our world. Um, we're basically on the same page. However, I'm not here to attack anyone that disagrees with me. I just, I have done research and, you know, from the research that I've done, I have knowledge and understanding of the topic and, I'm not here to shit on anyone that doesn't have that knowledge and understanding, you know? Um, Could you tie it into the new age of a new age of uh, religion sort of thing? Like uh, if someone believes in something like this, there you could be, you can have a soft approach, like, like the way that we talk about it mm. or an extreme approach. Yeah. The that, way yeah. that someone... You know, like just like religion, there yeah. are, there are many religions out there where you know people are happy to believe in their god. Yeah, there are other people in that same religion who are that 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 but religion. Homophobic. That religion is the the be all and end all, and everybody else that doesn't believe in it is far far more insuperior and mm. trash. That, and that's it's the, the same. And it's the same with uh, veganism. The same with other other. You know, extreme groups mm. and my or minorities or whatever, and uh, yeah, this is like this is a thing. Mm. And I and think I think the fundamentals of understanding other human beings and having them understand you is being on the same level and not thinking that you are superior and thinking that your opinions are superior. So tying it all in with uh, this whole cognitive ability function and things, what? What creates, what causes a person to become so extreme? Yes, you can say they're super passionate about it, but what causes them to become so extreme where their idea or their ideology or their belief is the be all end all? Um, from my understanding, which, you know, I've only done a small amount of study in many years to come, but I know a fair bit about the developmental side of it and I do think it's a lot to do with your parents and what you're surrounded by as a kid. If you were told what to believe and you weren't invited to question that, then I think that that's what causes people that are quite ignorant um, because, you know, what you learn as a child, you bring into adulthood. It's just, it's, that's how it is. It's logical. Um, I personally was taught to question everything. I was, I was invited to question everything by my dad. Um, if I came home with a new piece of information, he'd ask me questions and it used to really piss me off. Um, but he'd ask me, you know, more information about that. And I would kind of go like, don't you believe me? But now it's the best thing I've ever learned in my life. You know, he taught me to question everything, research things, find more information on those things. Um, yeah. All right. So um, and that's and that's your experience. That yeah, it is, and I and I think that fr from yeah, again, my understanding. I I'm not a scientist or a proper psychologist, so I don't know. But from my understanding, I do think that people that grow up in homes that you know where their parents are, you know, they sort of say this is how it is. We don't question it. This is just how it is. It's how it's going to be. Um, there are people in those situations that do question it on their own because it's nature and nurture. It's not one or the other. I think that there are some people that even though they are raised in that environment, 
naturally question it anyway. Um, but I do think that's a big factor. Nice, nice. Okay, so going forward from here, um, trying to wrap this specific section up, if someone were to um, get approached by someone with this one kind of one ideology and nothing else exists, this is how it is, mm. we don't question it, whatever, how would they? How would you suggest that they should approach that? I think, again, they're not giving me an invitation to educate them, so... I, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't, with this person that we're getting now, um, there isn't much point in actually having a discussion because they are not opening themselves up to learn anything new. They don't want to hear our point of view. They don't want to hear any new information. They believe what they believe. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I haven't figured that one out yet. I'm not, I'm not quite sure how to get someone to do something that you want them to do or believe something. You can't. That you, you, no. you really can't. It's, no, exactly. It's just uh, invite them to have an open discussion. And if they decline, then that's it. Yeah. Move on. And people, every person has their right to have their own belief. They, they have based on their own, like I said before, social constructs and their own upbringing and their own experiences. Yeah. And all of those things come together to create perception um, and ideologies and things like that. And who, who am I to tell that person that he's wrong? You know, even though I have my own knowledge and perception and ideas on the topic that I believe are more correct, I, you know, as another human being, like I said before, we're all on the same level here. Who am I to say that that person's wrong? What do you think uh, these one-eye, one-way sort of one-way people, one-way thinking people, I guess that's <laughs> the way that I would describe it. How, how do you think they were like as kids? Do you think they were the bullies? Mm, potentially. Um, not all the time. I think... From, yeah, from my understanding, I just think that they're the ones that were told how it is and didn't question it. I, I mean, they they could have been bullies that got away with it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just a, just a random thought. Just yeah. In the in the in the out of nowhere, I just thought I'd put that in there. Okay, so let's role play here, and this I think this would be helpful for people younger mm. and you know who are who are struggling to. Um, I mean, for me, I, I struggle with debating a lot. I don't. <laughs> I know you don't. This is this is why it's it's a good team. <laughs> mm. um, I have ideas all the time, but I need to kind of process them a little bit more. Maybe my cognitive thinking is a little bit slower, <laughs> um, or you know, it's 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 whatever happens. But let's role play, um, and I'll and I'll say to you, I'm like, why do you dye your hair red? Doesn't that damage your hair? Why do you dye your hair a different color? Why not stick to the same color? Mm. Why? Why do you dye your hair for? Because I want to. Okay. What? What? What would you say from there? I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> this isn't my this is my area of of expertise because I don't say stuff like that. But no, this, this is, is a legitimate thing that I get though. People ask me, "Why would you want to dye your hair orange? Like, why do you want to be a ranger?" Well, they start to. Yeah, they did. My That's answer what... is because I want to. Like, I don't know what 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 else you can. Hit. But rangers are rangers are. They're so far, they're going to be a dying breed. They're not going to be around anymore. This is what people say. Yeah, it is. I mean, um, to that I would say, well, I'm going to dye my hair orange anyway. <laughs> it's really that simple. I mean, people's opinions on those kind of things is, it just makes me laugh really because I'm just going to do what I want anyway, you know? 
aren't you aren't you like worried that you're so much taller than everybody else? Oh no, didn't you hear? I'm actually not very tall at all, according to like twelve. No, no, we're role playing. We're oh. role playing. <laughs> no, what, did, what was the question? <laughs> I'm just someone coming up to you and having one idea towards you and saying you're you're way too tall to be a girl. Oh, well, I would just say here I am. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is this is deflection one hundred and one. Yeah, you're not. It's not arguing. That's this is. If we want, if anyone wants tips on you know debate, discussion, that kind of thing, um, whether it's someone that's actually trying to hurt your feelings or just disagreeing with you, um, be a brick wall with your logic. So, first of all, my, you know, I think I think a lot of my abilities to debate have come from research. Like if I am. If I have interest in a topic, I'll do a shit ton of research. As you know, I Google it straight I've away. I've got a good one for you. What? Why do you feed your dog raw meat? <laughs> because based on my own research, I believe that that's the best diet for my dog. That's, you're so full of it. That's so, you, you need to f- feed your dog what the vet tells you to, to feed it. You need to look into what vets are taught in um, university. This is this is like this is a one-ended street, and this is this is what people need to listen to. This is yeah. how you shut someone down. And if they continue preaching, or if they're trying to change your mind, what do you do? See, see, for me, I'm I'm the worst at this role play now because yeah. I, if someone said that to me, I'm like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, my my biggest tip is to always go back to the point. So with this, um, again, with the vegan person, I don't even know if they are a vegan. They're just highly advocating it. I don't know. Um. They had a point to watch this documentary um, when I made a response to that discussing about how I actually have quite a bit of knowledge on the topic. Um, I invited them to give me more, but then they just resulted to name calling um, because they had no logic left. And so I went back to the logic. Um, I wanted to know what their purpose was, what the point was, what they were trying to achieve. Um, and then they just stopped replying. So that's my main thing if you want to win is keep going back to the point because people that are arguing with you, they're going to try and deflect what they're saying. Um, they're going to come at you with broken logic and then when you question it, they will deflect because they actually don't know what they're talking about. So, And that's when you keep going back to the main point. That's how you win an argument because you might not even have a lot of knowledge on the topic, but if you keep questioning their knowledge and trying to get them to actually explain what they're talking about, and they actually have no fucking idea what they're talking about. Okay, why you do you drive a Corolla? Because it's a good fucking car. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, for me, for me, I could, I could try to push this all, all, all night, and and you know, send you so many more attacks. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I would just. I mean, most people from that would be like, but, but it's a such a bad car. No, but people, that's your perception. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly. your. That's your idea to have. You're free to have it. If you believe that, don't buy a Corolla. Maybe we should have a Karen on the show to, to see how far <laughs> you'd go. Like, mm. like have someone complete, like out of nowhere, we just an interview with them and just not purposely wind them up, but mm. see what their, uh, see what, see what their theory would be. I feel be. like that would be too easy because they, they just wind themselves up and then, you know, they have no it's, logic. It, the purpose, <laughs> the purpose isn't to wind them up though. The purpose is to, to see how to talk to, to a, a Karen or a yeah a, to extract the idea that lays behind their yeah. Karenness, like why? But the thing is, and this goes this? back to the start of the conversation. These people that are, are talking through their keyboards. Mm. Do you think these people that are sending you these messages um, and comments, making these comments about whatever you, you're doing about your life, would be the same in real life? 
Absolutely not. I mean, some of them might, perhaps. I mean, if they actually saw me physically, maybe not. <laughs> um, but I'd be happy to have the discussion and I'd be happy to do it in a way that is not aggressive as well. And just logical points like come at me with logic and we can talk. Okay. So let's say we do bring a Karen type person on the show and have them go ham on your, whatever your beliefs are. Uh, They they disagree with you completely. Um, How would you then uh, proceed to educate them? Well, first of all, again, it depends if they actually want to be educated or not, if they want to hear another point of view, because if they don't, there's just no point. Um, But yeah, I suppose I just bring up the logical points that I am aware of and um, ask them what theirs are. Um, Often I actually don't get to that point because they often don't have any logic to back their ideas. Um, So we often don't get further past that. And The end. Pretty much. Nice. Nice. (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's pretty much it. Okay. Um, Do you have anything else that you want to say to people that are listening in terms of, I don't know, just being able to do their own thing and, you know, deflect the people, the naysayers mm. or the the disbelievers or the haters. Is there anything else that you reckon people should know about? Yeah. I mean, I think if you're getting that and it is actually affecting you, it doesn't affect me anymore. Um, but if it is, just block them. Delete, block. And scroll on. Because if you don't have, you know, you don't need to be wasting your mental energy and well-being on arguing with someone that doesn't actually want to learn. So if someone does want to disagree with you and, you know, it's upsetting you and you're finding it difficult to manage, just block them. Like you have no obligation to try and get someone else to understand your opinion or belief. Like you can just fuck them right off. They can just go away. Just remove them from your situation and you'll be happier. (laughs) Absolutely. And why do you think that people fail to do this Straight away. Why, why, do you, why don't they block them? Because they're too focused on being attacked. They're too focused on being hurt and upset and thinking that they've done something wrong or, you know, be, being upset about it or allowing another person to decide how they feel. That's, that's what they're doing. And I still get caught in that to this day. Like I'll get a comment sometimes and it'll actually hurt me physically. And I'm like, fuck, like, does everyone hate me now? Is this what everyone thinks of me? And then I remember that I'm actually allowing some 12-year-old to decide how I feel and um, it rains a bit right back in and I'm like, oh, they actually don't matter at all to me in my life in any way whatsoever. So you just keep doing your thing yeah. and keep living your best life. Exactly. And-, and I also then go and look at all the lovely comments. of there are, They so outweigh the bad comments. There are so many beautiful comments and I think I, f- I forget because I actually, <laughs> I drown my own feed in negative comments because I respond to the negative ones because I enjoy it. I enjoy questioning people. And I think I forget how many beautiful, lovely comments I receive because I'm always focusing on the bad ones, but not because necessarily they're hurting me. It's because I want to understand their logic further. I want to I pull it out of them. And like I said, that never usually happens. No, no, that's it. All right. Well, um, I think this has been a good little bit of a, a talk. Mm. We talk about this all the time. so We um, do. We talk about this always not on camera. Yeah. And uh, it's nice to share it with people and we'll see how we go with this one. And maybe, maybe I mean, I would love for this to be a thing. Just, just you and me talking about everything. Mm. Um, you are my kind of, uh, uh, what's the word? 
interpreter. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm thinking. Mm. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. And I have that kind of self doubt in myself to be able to uh, give it out to the world, yeah. um, explain it out to the world where you've known me long enough to understand what I'm trying to say. Mm. And, and it's awesome because, you know, that, that confidence is coming out in me. Like you would have seen my confidence like uh, flourish over the last couple of years. And, and a lot of that is to, to do with my self growth, but a lot of that is your support, which mm. is like, it's a, thank you so you much are. for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anytime I'm, I feel like I'm saying the wrong thing, you know, I talk to you about it and you question me and, you know, help me expand on it. Mm. Most of the time you let you, you, I, you run with me. Yeah. With my idea, but you kind of reword it so that I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that's definitely what I meant. And had I said it the original way that I was thinking, people, someone would have gotten offended. <laughs> people would have gotten offended. <laughs> so, you know, I'm working on that. And maybe one day, uh, not maybe, one day mm. I'll be a, a very good public speaker and Absolutely. I'll be like, thank you, Sabine, for being me, for being my um, um, fixer Opera. <laughs> my English is my second language. I'm going to use that card. English is also my second language. No, it's just not. So you were one years old when you came here. But <laughs> well, yeah, I learned she, them both at the same time. <laughs> so Sabine teases me all the time with uh, my little mess ups of words. She hears every single one of them. I do. Even if if I, if I thought that she didn't hear it, like five minutes later, she's like, <laughs> "Remember five minutes ago, you said <laughs> martial status instead of marital." <laughs> True story. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, honestly, I still have worries to this day. Like I'm worried about people listening to this podcast now and and picking apart something that I said that, you know, and, and taking it the wrong way. But then that's their perception. That's how they perceived what I said. It's not what I mean. Other people do not define what I am saying. So that's that's a good point as well before we wrap it up. The people that do decide to listen to something or see something, read something, and then pick it apart and then just completely run with it. I feel like those people need to really actually sit down and, and, and talk to that person mm -hmm. that like, like this guy, like you were saying, um, you, you know, you want, you, op you opened up the door to have a civil conversation, but they decided not to. Mm. So if someone is listening to this podcast right now and doesn't agree with what you or not, or I have said, mm. um, I would love to have a discussion exactly. and, I, and, I, and I'd love to have a nice discussion that doesn't involve name calling. Um, and you know, Maybe myself or, or you have said something that isn't correct and I'd love to know what Let's, it is. Yeah, and teach, us, exactly. teach us better. Teach us better. Don't think that That's we're what we're preaching. close-minded. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I like to think that I'm as open-minded as possible. Um, obviously, I'm human and I do get hurt sometimes and I do get offended and sometimes I attack back. Um, but, yeah, this podcast is definitely an open invitation to discuss things that we've talked about and um, to, to gain yeah, further knowledge on that's it. That's it. And everything that I've said in the past, like I've been wrong um, and, you know, I haven't really had many call outs um, that I've had. And the ones that I've had, they've been colossal, unfortunately, mm. because people just suck. But, <laughs> you know, like it, it just comes down to talking about it mm. and like some of my best Educating. mates. Educating. Yeah, some of my best mates, they educate and they, they're the devil's advocate. Exactly. That's and the great I way to put it. I love that. I love yeah. that. And But the people that, that, that are just one-minded and just say, oh, you did that. That's wrong. I'm going to... Destroy I'm going to life. cancel you. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's another topic for another day, and it we'll uh, we'll continue this conversation. Do you have any uh, any final words for the viewers, listeners? Uh, one piece of advice you'd like to tell them? Anything? Uh, anything? You 
define yourself and your life. Nobody else does. And no matter what someone says to you or how someone tries to make you feel, you can decide whether you want them to succeed or not. Perfect. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me today. And, Thanks uh, for having me. Let's have some dinner. Yes. All right, guys, if you like that, uh, please contact me on my Instagram at Sevspick. Sabina's heading off to cook the dinner. Good, thanks. We're having pork. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, and uh, yeah, I let me, let me know what you thought. Message me on Instagram. Review this podcast. A five-star rating does help the ranking, by the way. But hey, you know, that's it's for you to decide. And uh, yeah, I'll see you on the next one. As always. Good, thanks. Thanks.